two wizards. Two wizards? Two wizards. Two wizards. And again, I, I know I'm kind of bad about this sometimes. Where I think like, oh no, I need to be, you know, doing some work. I need to be finishing up this or that. Um, and I don't always treat myself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Best uh, day of the year. Best day of the year. And so I did. And so I was like, no, Josh, it's okay. Uh, you can invest because that's, that's what it is. It's an investment with you. So I uh, dusted off the old 3DS, went to the Nintendo Virtual Store, whatever, and downloaded uh, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time 3D. And oh, nice. And my way through that. And it was. It was just like a delightful little, oh, I remember all this stuff. And like, look at the cool yeah like updated graphics and like the like neat little like little subtle design changes so yeah i got to play a bunch of zelda this week and it was it was it was sweet it was very nice hell yeah dude it's awesome yeah 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 what about yeah. you man how's how's life going for you over there in in your wizard's tower it's it's not bad it's um we had saint patrick's day this huh? week yeah yes we did Happy saint patrick's day Woo! Woo -woo. that's the best day of the year <laughs> Um, I went in at two in the morning and did some stuff and I wore a kilt and then we got like four inches of snow and it was real windy and I picked a real bad day to wear a kilt, but Hey, whatever, man, it was fantastic. You're right. Yeah. No. So, so yeah. Did you do anything, but did you have a, have a, have a nice time? Did you, did you make a lot oh, of hell yeah. drink a lot? Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. Oh yeah. Yeah. I made a corned beef and cabbage and, um, Threw that bad Larry in the crock pot when I got off at 10.30 and day drunk until 2 o'clock when I needed a nap. And then I got up and then I rallied and kept going. Dude. And it was good. Yeah. And I was off on Friday and yeah. Even better. Yeah, even better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, similar kind of thing. Because, um, yeah, again, me being on spring break, normally I teach on Thursdays. Uh, St. Patrick's Day mm -hmm. fell on a Thursday. But, yeah, so I, I did. I got to stay home and just... Um, I've been kind of coming around more and more to this, uh, the slow braise of, okay. uh, uh, yeah, like corn, corn beef brisket and Ooh, Ooh, baby. He was, it was super good this year. Um, Damn, and right then, on. and then actually just today. So the other kind of nice thing is, uh, yeah. In the, in the days following St. Patrick's day, uh, still have a little bit of corned beef left over, cook you up some corned beef hash for breakfast and, Hell uh, yeah. And yeah, did that this morning, in fact, and just just super good, super great. <laughs> good. I'm glad, man. Well, yeah. And so, uh, you know what else is super fatty and salty and delicious, and you kind of want to have more of it, but you know it's probably not too good for your health? It's listening to the Two Wizards pod. <laughs> Josh's statements have not been evaluated by a doctor. For all you guys know, right. this shit cures COVID. This is true. Yeah, and, and it probably does. And also, my statements have not been evaluated by a doctor. So, <laughs> yeah. who's to say who's the bigger jerk? Uh, yeah, so any of you listeners who are, yeah, like pre-med, uh, doing some sort of research, uh, fire up a double-blind uh, double study about, yeah, the effect of corned beef and or... Two Wizards podcast on 
whatever. And it's, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Um, but, let uh, us know. Yeah, let, let us know. In, uh, inquisitive minds, inquiring minds want to know. And one of those inquiring minds belongs to me, Josh, and I'm a wizard. And the other of those minds is me, Mark, the other wizard. Hi, guys. How's it going? Happy late St. Patrick's Day. Yes. Was it good for you too, baby? Because, boy, it was great for me. Yeah, yeah. We hope you had a good one. What What do you have uh, in your wizard's tankard for this week's episode? Well, like I said, we're coming off of St. Patrick's Day, and I drank so much goddamn Guinness. If I see one more Guinness, I'm going to explode. <laughs> and so to augment that, I'm going back to basics. And... You kind of like forecasted this, but this is slowly turning into the year of PBR because I'm drinking a PBR, yeah, Josh. Yeah, man. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. No, that makes that makes total sense. Um, and I I also got a whole bunch of Guinness. Um, and honestly, that that's what I have in my wizard's tank. Uh, and again, because it is a special thing, it, I'm, I'm going to really like take the time as I pop open this can with its little jigger inside and like the like nitro, whatever. So... Uh, I guess this kind of qualifies as like uh, ASMR, whatever. But but as I open up my can here, I'll bring it right up next to the mic and get all those like weird good sounds. Uh, but but here's on you, buddy. Here, cheers, buddy. Oh yeah. Now there's two can opening sound spikes. It'll be your like beautiful. I heard the like. Hiss. I heard yours like hiss out. Okay. And mine's just like, I'm beer. I'm beer, yeah. Well, and the <laughs> other thing is, because, um, yeah, with Guinness, you have to do the whole pour it in and then you let it cascade down. So I'm probably not going to be able to drink this for like another five minutes. Um, <laughs> but but that's okay. It'll it'll just do its thing. It'll do the like cool little ripply down. And then it will be delicious and all that. Um, so, so right yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, and now that that matter is tended to and getting the cool cascading effect, um, I'm, I'm going to let you sort of talk about this episode, uh, Mark, because this is one that you've had. You, you've been holding this one for a while. It's been sitting in the crock pot for, I don't know, like the better part of a year, maybe like a year and a half so far. Yeah, yeah, about a year. And so, and so I don't want to like scoop you on that. So what, what do we have in store for our listeners uh, today. Well, so to, to tell you that the long and short of it is, I'm just going to say, we're going to talk about saints, holy men. I don't know what you have. I kind of do, but I didn't look into them, right. but it's like saints. And the idea is that this all started out with like actual practical, practical, like applications of magic, like where we've seen it. And really, if you perform magic, you know, through God, you're just, you know, like you're, you're still doing magic. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Hey, check it out. Here's all the fish and loaves. That's the magic. Right. Right. And it's cool to me to think about this time when literally just fucking superheroes were roaming just up and down the streets. They could just be there and doing saint stuff. I don't, I, you know, I don't know if that makes sense, but like, Mm -hmm. it's just this weird, like bygone era of when Superman were walking about us. And I wanted to talk about some of that, but then I thought, well, that's too stupid because we're not Catholic and we're two wizards. Mm -hmm. So what you and I are going to do is discuss saints and pretend like it's a video game. And we're going to call it a mortal combat and talk about (laughs) which saint can kick which saints ass. And is this the most offensive episode we've ever put out yeah i bet it is well, but I, hey mortal kombat's a good game and <laughs> this is gonna be a really good episode 
Well, and and I also recall so a couple things. Like one, as a as a lapsed Catholic, somebody who like grew up Catholic, is not practicing right now, but is you know still a, appreciates a lot of that tradition. I think I can like cover us. Like we're good. We're good on that okay. front. Um, you got the union card, yeah, right? Yeah, I have. I have one of those. Um, just got to dust it off there. But uh, uh, but but also, not only if I remember correctly, not only were we sort of discussing, yeah, like an immortal combat sort of thing, uh, but you also kind of wanted to tie it in uh, th- this episode with the sort of idea of March Madness, and that is in full yes. swing right now. I I just uh, yeah, as of recording this on. Uh, Saturday, March 20th, I've just been watching basketball all day. I'm a huge basketball guy, um, and so I think that's also very fitting. So how, however this ends up, if we if we do just like kind of one-on-one, if we go ahead and make an entire bracket, if we open it up to polls on Twitter, whatever it is, um, yeah, I also think that that was the sort of like thematic tie-in. Like, oh yeah, pick your brackets <laughs> yes. and all that. And so uh, I have I have eight I have eight mm-hmm. uh, uh, candidates seeds I guess if you will to use the March Madness uh, kind of terminology uh, sounds like you also have eight Mark I also have eight okay well and then yeah and so I think we'll, so consider this yeah our because it is like it's a whole uh, there's a whole pageantry of like oh when are they going to release the official brackets and who's going to be in in what slot and who's going to be doing that. So yeah, I guess consider this, that, that sort of like pregame pre-tournament show festival kind of thing uh, where, yeah, Mark and I, we're just going to like kind of trade our, trade our picks back and forth, talk about them a little bit, maybe do a little matchup with their strengths and weaknesses. And, and then, yeah, probably at some point later on, it'll, it'll uh, uh, coalesce into like a proper, yeah, like playoff or tournament or just one-on-one matchup, whatever we want to do. Yeah. So, so I guess I guess that being said, why don't since since this was your brainchild, this is your baby, uh, I think it's only fitting that you start us off here. Who is your first saint, demigod, legendary figure? Who who do you have for us? Yeah. So number one, um, first first one coming out of the gate is a dude named uh, Saint Isidore. Mm. He comes from Spain. And if we're doing this like a video game, like, because I know I am, he's going to be like the technical type of fighter. Okay. He is the patron saint of farmers, and this is a little bio that I wrote for him. He was born to poor parents in 1070 AD, where he farmed his way to greatness by giving to the poor, water-bending medieval baby Jessica's out of wells, and not fucking his wife. He appears in his, like, imagery with a bunch of farm tools and his own personal plow angel. Hmm. His miracles include include raising the water level in a well to get a baby that was trapped inside the well out of the well. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, my God. I love this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I do, too. A never-ending sack of feed, which he would feed hungry animals in winter out of, and it would mm. always be refilled when he got to the mill or whatever the hell he was doing. And uh, finally, he has an angel that plows for him. He would just, like, not work. He spent all of his time doing, like, charity work. So God's like, hey, man, let me help you out and give you this angel. That That is sweet. That's pretty cool. And uh, his finisher move is he summons that plow angel to just devastate you into the ground. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, I love it. Okay, right on. So that was Saint Isidore? Yes. Okay. Uh, and and you said he was born like uh, 10, 10 something? 10? 1070. 1070. Okay. All right. 1070. But so, yeah, and I think that's also really cool too. And and I'm, I'm, I'm positive there are other podcasts fully devoted to, yeah, the lives of the saints and all that. And it's awesome. I wish, and honestly, I wish there was more of that. I wish there was more of like, again, like the... Yeah, this dude saw a baby in a well and like raised the water level to save it. I would love to like hear more stories like that. Like that'd be yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, and this may be so. Uh, yeah, either like video game or like March Madness kind of bracket. I'm I'm coming in fairly strong here with my first choice here. This is Saint Francis of Assisi. Oh, damn. Um, born Giovanni di Pietro de Bernardone uh, in 1181 or 1182. Uh, died uh, October 3rd, 1226. Um, and, and so, yeah, this is like the St. Francis. If you've heard of the Franciscan monks, the Franciscan order, they started after this guy. Um, and, uh, yeah, some of his... Um, yeah, his he is he is the patron saint of um, animals, of merchants, of stowaways. I also kind of like that. I'm, I'm thinking of our travel episode and talking oh, about yeah. stowaways and all that. Um, but yeah, so a couple yeah, and again, long illustrious life and career. Even though he died at the age of 44, um, but just that was like a million back then, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, but like some of the highlights. So grew up in a wealthy family. We'll, we'll see a trend in a lot of these saints. Born into privilege, gave it all up and all that. Um, but uh, apparently, yeah, he was he he liked to strut his stuff, wore his wore his bling, wore his fancy clothes. Um, but but even at a young age, was like starting to get disillusioned. It was like whatever, man. This is all just you know. There's got to be something more to life. Um, and. And apparently one day when he was younger, he was, he was selling uh, cloth and fabric in the marketplace as like part of the family business. Um, when, a, when, a, when a beggar came up and asked for like, hey man, can you spare a lira or whatever it was? Um, and uh, story goes that Francis like finished up his transaction that he was working on, like chased after this beggar which like that guy probably freaked out. He he ran away, uh, but when he finally caught up with him, Francis like took like took everything out of his pockets, took the shirt off his back, took everything like and like gave it gave it to this poor beggar guy. So again, I I kind of like that too. Like okay. just when you think, look, man, I was just asking for like some money to buy bread. Why are you like haunting me down? And he's just like booking it after you. It's like no, baby, I'm just giving you literally the shirt off of my back. Um, uh, so, so yeah. And then eventually, uh, yeah, did, did convert. Um, and his father wasn't too happy about that. Was not happy that St. St. Francis was taking on, uh, the, the order. And so apparently to like, uh, hide from his father's wrath, um, Francis hid in a cave for about a month. <laughs> and I think that's also kind of where, yeah, his, patronage of stowaways is like okay when you're like laying low trying to trying to do you um yeah that's where that's where he comes in um 
yeah and then we can we can kind of get into this too so um uh, apparently uh when one day when he was praying on the mountain of verna uh during a 40-day fast uh francis had a vision and as a result of this vision he received a stigmata uh mark do you know what a stigmata is what that what that means it's like the 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 bleeding in the hands and on the sides and it like represents the like wounds that uh, that christ had right yeah like just all of a sudden you're in prayer and like you are wounded in ways that are conspicuously close to yeah what happened to jesus on the cross um and uh and yeah and so and so uh the account says uh suddenly he saw a vision of a seraph a six-winged angel on a cross and, and this angel gave him the gift of the five wounds uh, and so, yeah, like just how the gift of five wounds, how, how awesome five. is this? That's not a gift. That's, <laughs> that's a, oh, thanks. I guess it's the thought that counts, huh? But you shouldn't have really like, <laughs> right. Yeah. And so it, it's, so yeah. Um, and again, there's a whole bunch of stories. I'll, but, what are the five wounds? Does it say? So it, it is, um, one in each hand. Pierce. Okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I, I got. Yeah, you. yeah, Five yeah, okay. yeah. When an e- each hand pierced through the feet, and then the like spear wound, um, and then like yeah. the rib cage, um, uh, but then also very quickly, uh, Saint Saint Francis is also the patron saint of like animals. He, I guess, was like an early Disney princess. Just had animals with him all over the place. Um, a lot of depictions of him in like um, visual art or like sculptures. He has a bird. He has a bird in his hand. And I'm also remembering our episode about uh, uh, the beast of uh, Govadan. Um, apparently, uh, in the city of Gubbio, where Francis lived for some time, there was a wolf that was like terrorizing people. And Francis went up into the hills, found the wolf, made the sign of the cross. And commanded the wolf to like come to him and to stop hurting people. Oh damn! And he did. And so, yeah, he, he made friends with a with a with a wolf. <laughs> All right. So so yeah, Saint 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 Francis, sweet awesome guy, started an entire like monastery. Um, it, it, and yeah, I think definitely would be like a one seed in this bracket and and in video game world i'm uh, yeah i'm kind of picturing him as yeah like a summoner of sorts that brings in like a flock of, a flock of birds to attack brings in this wolf to chomp on you a little bit um so yeah he's like pokemon trainer right yeah smash exactly yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> what's his uh what's his finisher josh who is finisher that's a good one oh uh, his finisher is he hides in a cave and yeah, just like a whole like flock of wild animals just comes out of the bushes and trees and sky and <laughs> right on. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Saint Francis of Assisi. All right, right on. <laughs> this is so dumb. I love it. No, no, it's great. It's great. <laughs> I, I, who, who was I listening to? I was listening to like somebody. And yeah, they were saying like, man, I wish like Christians would get weird again. Like we keep seeing these videos about like, oh, here's or or even memes like uh, here's what biblically accurate angels are, are like. And they look like Lovecraftian horrors. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like like strange 
accounts of like, yeah, the martyrs and things like that. It's like, yeah, like get away with this whole, oh no, how long is that dress? And sable to marriage. Like, no, like make, make Christianity weird again. That'd be awesome. I'm I'm down for that. Yeah. I, I think it's time. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like th- this isn't like the satanic panic of the eighties. This isn't the weird, like, um, you know, like promise rings or whatever. Like, no, like, yeah, this dude hid in a cave cause his dad was upset with him. He was like, whatever, dad, I just want to convert to Christianity. Ugh. And it's just like hid in a cave. That's amazing. St. <laughs> Francis of AFI more like, <laughs> Nobody understands me, except for you, Christ. And then, like, I would go to that church. Hell yeah. <laughs> and then, well, shut up, Satan. Shut up. Get out of my room. You don't fucking own me, bro. <laughs> right. And then I slammed the door in Satan's face. And I was all, you fucking wish, Satan. <laughs> and then I turned on my Faith Plus One CD. Yeah. Oh, too awesome, too good. All right, so who's, All right. who do you have next for us there? <laughs> so next, I've got a guy named Saint Medardus. Mm. He's out of France. He's the patron saint of weather and of tooth pain. And if he had to equate him to something, he's like the Pokemon trainer. Okay. He was born in, uh, in 456, right as the Western Roman Empire fell. Mm. And as it fell, he rose up to bishopship in Noise, where he used his winning smile and weather-changing eagle to blow away the competition. <laughs> Does this guy have a Zapdos? It sounds like he has a Zapdos. Apparently, one of like the miracles attributed to him was when he was a kid. This eagle like flew in front of him, and he changed the weather. It I don't I don't know. It was real weird. <laughs> I can't tell That's if he awesome. can alter the weather himself himself mm, or if the or if eagle does eagle. it. But okay. either way, yeah. But like, yeah. So um. <laughs> He can change the weather, which gives him different movesets. So if it's sunny weather, you know, fireballs. If it's rainy, ha-ha, you know, waterbender, all that good shit. And his finisher is that he you have, like, this tooth that's inflamed. And he, like, heals it for you. And you're like, oh, yo, thanks, Medardus. And he's like, finger guns. And then a bolt of lightning, like, strikes you in the molar and blows your head apart. (laughs) It's fatality. I love that. That's awesome. (laughs) That's super cool. Which I I also love. And I'm... I'm positive that we'll see more of this, but yeah, just like the assortment of, yeah, patronages of these various saints. Cause it's like, Oh, weather, that makes sense. Uh, gotta be also like, I don't know, maybe like agriculture or, um, uh, I don't know, like sailing and like, Nope. Tooth pain. <laughs> tooth pain. <laughs> That's so sweet. Uh, well, he's depicted in, or like in his images, he's depicted with like this great big, it looks like he's like in the middle of a big, deep belly laugh and his mouth is always open. And for some reason that oh, denotes that he can heal your tooth pain. Okay. I, don't, I don't know. Or yeah. Or instead of maybe a belly laugh, that's just him like screaming in agony. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> I got a twinge in my bicuspid. Ah! Oh, man. Well, okay, so fair, fair enough. Uh, well, my next um, entrant here into Immortal Kombat is uh, 
Saint, and again, I, I could get super pedantic about this. It's either Saint Cyprian or Saint Cyprian, but not of Carthage. That's the more, yeah, kind of well-known one. Not Saint Cyprian of Carthage, but I'm talking about Saint Cyprian of Antioch. Uh, Saint Cyprian of Antioch was born third century um, CE, died sometime, we uh, died uh, 304 uh, CE. Uh, and he is the patron saint, arguably, of the Two Wizards podcast. He is the patron saint of magicians. Really? Yeah. Okay. And uh, so, uh, so uh, yeah, before his canonization, um, yeah, he he was also known as yeah Cyprian Cyprian the magician to help differentiate himself from the more famous uh, uh, Cyprian uh, Bishop of Carthage. <laughs> okay. Um, but yes, yeah, so uh, uh, Antioch Cyprian the magician got a got a liberal education in his youth, studying those good books, studying the classics, uh, and particularly applied himself to astrology. Uh, he was a magician in Antioch and he dealt in sorcery and who knows, he may have continued down this, that same route and maybe not made it into this uh, tournament. If not for one Justina, uh, she took vows of chastity. Um, she was killed, uh, by the persecutions of the Roman emperor Diocletian and some dude, some other dude, came to Cyprian and said, like, hey, man, you're a magician. You're a sorcerer. Can you, like, make some, like, love potion or some spell or something to have this uh, chaste Justina marry me? And try as he might, Cyprian the magician couldn't couldn't do it. Um, and so in despair, like, I, I'm, I'm all out of tricks. Uh, Cyprian made the sign of the cross, was converted, entered into the church, uh, and yeah, in, in quick succession became a deacon, priest, and then finally bishop. Oh, uh, so, because yeah, the weird sort of, uh, yeah, like persecution of, yeah, like either pagans or sorcerers, like in the Bible, thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. Uh, you know, maybe be careful uh, about uh, judging those witches and wizards and sorcerers too quickly, because if that were the case... Uh, we would not have Saint Cyprian Cyprian of Antioch, the patron saint of magicians, sorcerers, and I would argue to Wizards Podcast. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, as far as his moves, again, sort of like standard um, range magic user. Uh, and then, yeah, his finisher would be probably, yeah, like throwing throwing like a love charm or a love potion or something like that. And yeah, like I guess it wouldn't be like a uh, less a fatality and more like a like a, a friend a friend friendiality an amoritality. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> something like that where your opponent didn't want to fight you anymore because they've fallen in love with you. So a brotality, a brotality, if you will. <laughs> And I will. And I will. Cyprian <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Cifrin> wins. <laughs> Brutality. Brutality. Hey, man, want to go grab some beers and watch the basketball game? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, 
also, and I don't know, uh, I know that you've had your limit and you're enjoying your PBR, but man, this Guinness is just, just going down smooth. Oh, I love it, but god damn it fills me up. Like, I am a bloody water-weighty bastard. That's that's also true. That's also true. (laughs) Saint Belcher over here, I tell you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next on the docket for me is uh, Saint Barbara of Lebanon. Hmm. All right, so she is the patron saint of armorers, architects, artillerymen, firemen, mathematicians, miners, tunnelers, lightning, chemical engineers, prisoners, strategic rocket forces of the Russian Federation, Russian missile strategic forces, and Lebanon. <laughs> oh, again, I just well, but like all of those, I can kind of see like a like a grouping. I can see like how all those come together. But again, just like the random. Well, not random, but the the array, the assortment of patronages is just ah, it's sweet. <laughs> All of it, but like mathematicians. I mean, I get it. Like you need math to blow yeah, shit up. Right. But yeah. Come on, man. Don't don't get your math into my divine wrath of God. Yeah. Yeah. Here's like some big burly like metallurgist. Here's some um, engineer like positioning a, a cannon and then yeah there's um uh yeah like uh some some nerd with his slide rule in his like shirt pocket and like oh help me saint barbara <laughs> i didn't study enough for this calculus exam and <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't that be a thing if like you prayed and like there it was the saint of like math and it's just like i will give to you my blessing and it shoots it into your head you're and right. you fail the test because you're doing like advanced like ultra trigonometry <laughs> it's like okay that's really good mark but this is math 095 that you failed four times <laughs> yeah but i did ultra math isn't that enough right, yeah. no i'm sorry or or they just like stand b behind you be like okay number seven is c number eight is d Number nine is A. Number 10 is negative three-fourths X plus seven. And you're just like, okay, okay, yeah, good, good. <laughs> so then the like, yeah, in, instructor comes over and be like, hey, man, look, you can't be, you can't be doing this. It's like, what you going to do about it? I'm a saint. <laughs> I've been canonized. <laughs> Mark, ask your homeless uncle to leave. <laughs> Okay, so let's talk about like okay. some some like moves, powers, yeah, so, finishers. What are we thinking? Well, so so um, we don't know if she was actually real or not. Mm, okay. Um, we don't have a her the first like records of her existence start in the seventh century. Said that she lived in the third century. Oh, so okay. there you go, four hundred years to talk about something that may or may not have occurred. But her story goes that her father was a powerful pagan and she wanted to be a Christian. So her dad got super mad at her and locked her in a bathhouse. And uh, there she was tortured for, you know, going the way of God. Oh, jeez. But that night in the bathhouse, like all this light, you know, came streaming out of it. And she was suddenly healed of all of her torture wounds. So then her dad decided to have her killed. And as he went to, you know, chop off her head, he chopped her head off. But then a big old bolt of lightning came streaking out of the sky and murdered his ass. (laughs) 
So that leads us to believe that um, St. Barbara has lightning powers. And effectively, she's just a Pikachu from Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> you can use the Flash ability to blind enemies. Mm. You're Pikachu. That's all you've got to do. But also you can, you know, charge up like, I don't know what you call it. You, you know, you charge up your, your special mm -hmm. and you can, you know, spend that to uh, regenerate if you got your ass beat down. I so, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Makes yeah. sense. And obviously her finisher is the turbo bolt to the head. Like, You're right. It's... <laughs> But now that I think about it, maybe, like, she, like, writes math on a wall, and out of that, it explodes. And, you know, Nerdmire is there whooping your ass with a side <laughs> rule. I don't know. Yeah, no, that could be. That could be. <laughs> well, and I, so, yeah, for my next pick, I, I don't, I, this is maybe slightly fudging the rules a little bit. But, but I, I think there's also some precedent for it. Um, but I have next... Uh, the saints agape kionia and irini um okay but i'm sort of saying like no this is like a magneton situation like 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 they're all three kind of like a unit they're all like you don't separate one okay. from the other or like a doug trio or a dodrio kind of thing that's that's what i'm saying that, that's why i'm like kind of considering this at least um but these three um were all sisters and also uh, were martyred in 304 uh, CE. Man, bad time or a good time, I guess, uh, to be a, a Christian during the reign of Diocletian. Um, but uh, they were they were up in uh, Thessalonica, and uh, yeah, similar kind of story. Diocletian made his edict. Um, that that uh, oppressed all the Christians. He made a rule that you can't keep any scriptures. Uh, but these these three sisters, they kept their copies and they hid them. Um, and um, eventually, what got them in trouble though was apparently there was yeah there was some sort of like festival or feast or something like that where there was an animal sacrifice. There was some food that was sacrificed, and then everybody was supposed to eat it. Was supposed to partake of this sacrificial food, um, and they did not. They refused to eat this pagan barbecue or whatever it may be, um, and so they were they were arrested, uh, brought before Diocletian, but he um, sort of like pushed them over to the governor of Thessalonica, uh, one dude named, uh, Dulcidius. And part of the reason why I wanted to pick these three is in theater history, there's a, one of the like earliest medieval plays we have is called Dulcidius written by one, um, uh, canoness Ross Vitha of Gandersheim that sort of documents. Yeah. These oh, sisters. That's why I, that's why this is like, yeah, 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 yeah. And so this play, it's wonderful. It's short. Everybody go find it. You can find English translations online for free. Um, but one of the like key scenes is all the, the three sisters are like locked up. Um, and, and, and the evil governor, Dolcidius, is like, Mwah, I'll have my way with those girls. You can picture him like twirling a mustache. Uh, but because of their faith and because of their chastity... Um, Dulcidius doesn't like sexually assault them. He's, I guess, sort of put under a spell and he's like making out and making love to like 
pots and pans in the kitchen. <laughs> oh, giving them the old Mr. Clean. Yeah, okay. give them the old Mr. Clean. <laughs> and so, again, like, it's this weird, like, yeah, it's a story. Because, again, to, they're all saints and they're eventually killed. But it's this weirdly, like, very humorous kind of story. Like, yeah, look at this jerk, like, making out with, you know, like a, like a skillet. Um <laughs> <laughs> Making out with a skillet, yeah. And so, and so they were, they were all, yes, they were all three um, uh, 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 killed. They they were burned, but apparently, like for a hot minute, it looked like their bodies didn't weren't actually like catching fire. Um, but uh, but uh, and and so two of them, um, agape. And uh, uh, Keonia, they they died. Uh, the the other sister Irini, she was she was gonna be like taken to a brothel, um, uh, and prostituted, but um, was killed by an arrow. Some like oh good y- yeah. Some dispute arose, and like some people were arguing. Somebody fired off a bow and arrow, got her in the throat, and that's how she died. But so yeah, these okay. these three sisters, sister saints, Agape, Kionia, and Irini, uh, dramatized in Dolkidius by Hrotsvita of Gandersheim. Check it out. All right, check it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, what what's their uh, finisher? Uh, yeah, I'm again. I'm sort of picturing like uh, since there's three of them, you could do some like dirty tag team wrestling type stuff. Like they like slap hands and one of them comes in and yeah what's a good and maybe i'll have to help you or ask for your help here mark what's a good yeah like multi-person pro wrestling finisher move oh i mean like the one that i think of is um the execution chair by the road warriors and the one guy gets underneath and gives him a piggyback and the other guy goes off the top rope and clotheslines off the piggyback guy oh okay yeah and and yeah and then just add like a second uh, second sister off the other top rope. So, yeah, well, she comes in with the pot and just beans you in yeah. the fucking head. <laughs> yeah, that's it. She says, "Pucker up." <laughs> so yeah, or or, or 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 yeah, that's it too. Like, yeah, one of them has a pot, one of them has a pan, one of them has a skillet, and they just all like, yeah, like Princess Peach, clonk. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh, I love this. This is a great idea. This is a great idea. <laughs> this was a great idea. I don't know if we can make this into like a cryptid Olympics type deal, but I'm happy just doing right. This. Yeah, even just going through sharing these stories of yeah people who the uh, thousand yeah thousand plus years later st- stuck to their guns and are the subject of a podcast. <laughs> Kind of makes you wish that Diocletian stuck to his gun, son. All right, <laughs> oh, next up, we have uh, St. George. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right, Josh. St. George. You know, that St. George. That's St. George. You know him. You love him. He's out of Cappadocia. Mm-hmm. He's a brawler class. He's like your Captain Falcon. He's like your Ganondorf. He's like the biggest swing in his bad Larry in the whole damn place. Because he's St. George. Give me some air horns, future Mark. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know where he was born. Or when he was born. But we do know that after losing both of his parents around the age of 16, he joined up with the Roman Legion. 
and he was a badass soldier, but he was also a badass, like, he was super cool with both the Christian population and the Muslim population. And that's why he's so goddamn popular today. Mm. And if that doesn't do it for you, Josh, he also killed a goddamn dragon. Yeah, that's, that is literally, yeah, like the thing, St. George and the dragon. That's, yeah. Yeah, this isn't like you're, oh, I hid some books or uh, whatever. I rescued a kid from a well. No, this guy killed a dragon. Come on. Yeah. The story goes that in Lebanon, there was this dragon that people were like, that, that you know, it kept eating everything. So every day, St. George was taking him sheep. And eventually the dragon got sick of sheep and he's like, give me some of them good people. Mm. So the people started sacrificing to the dragon. And St. George is like, this is bullshit. And like the, the king or whatever the hell Lebanon had back in whatever the hell when it was, he's like, here, let's eat, feed her my daughter and then that'll make it better. And St. George is like, get fucked. And he lanced the dragon and saved the girl. And I bet he kissed her and I bet he had big old biceps. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, he's Ganondorf. He'll punch you in the air and he'll keep you up in the air. And that's <laughs> there's nothing you can do. But his finishing move is Liu Kang all of Mortal Kombat, where he turns into the very beast that he oh. slew and devours your ass as a giant fire-breathing dragon. Makes sense. Makes sense. Roar. <laughs> I'm spreading my wings with listeners. You can't tell, but I am. <laughs> no, man, that sounds that sounds awesome. Which, yeah, like classic, classic St. George. Um, and, and yeah, even though all this went down um, in the Levant sort of area i still picture him because he because he's also like the patron saint of england or like england has a big they get horned up for saint george right yeah england is huge on him yeah like saint george's cross is a right. like distinguished service medal yeah it's a whole deal yeah so even though but this to is everybody too like it's not just in england like everybody is dick saint george is like the rick flair of saints like oh, everybody loves that him. makes sense that makes a lot of, well and uh, as it was probably yeah like stabbing that lance um, into this dragon. Probably went around one. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> okay. So St. George's entrance music is definitely Thus Spoke Zarathustra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, uh, so my next one, and uh, if, my, uh, if, my, if my accounting is correct, I, I believe this is the halfway point after this one. Yep. Um, my next saint in Immortal Kombat, uh, Martyr Madness, whatever we're calling this. Um, March Martyr Madness. March Martyr Madness. Uh, this is, uh, Saint Genesius of Rome. And, uh, again, born sometime in the third century, died, you guessed it, 303, 304. Whoa. Uh, and he is the patron saint of actors, clowns, comedians, comics, converts, dancers, musicians, stenographers, <laughs> printers, lawyers, epileptics, thieves, and torture victims. Jesus Christ. So All right. again, just, uh, you, you can say like, okay, you had me in the first half, not going to lie. And then with stenographers, just a real sharp turn there. Um, he's just lying on his resume. Like, right, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, stenographers. Oh, definitely epileptics. Yeah, no, <laughs> I know epileptics. Oh, 
they patronize me so hard. Don't even wor- don't look into it or nothing. But man, you know, right, 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 right. <laughs> and so and so the story goes that um, uh, Genesius apparently was was an actor, uh, was and even the leader of an acting troupe in Rome. And wouldn't you know it, he was performing a play for you guessed it, the Roman Emperor Diocletian. Um, and, uh, apparently this play was, yeah, sort of a, sort of a, an anti-Christian play mocking, mocking some of the things, whatever. Um, and during the, during the course of this play, sort of like pantomime, uh, 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 Genesius received like fake, uh, uh, baptism, but apparently later on maybe it wasn't that fake after all and in the in the story uh uh goes that like halfway through this performance that was supposed to be yeah like ridiculing and mocking christianity he converted and he announced his new faith like again you want to talk about you had me in the first half um we did like a like a mock baptism but apparently it worked and so Diocletian is apparently like kind of raging in his chair. He says, I demand this place stop at once. Uh, but uh, Genesius continued, uh, finished the play, persisted in his faith, and uh, was beheaded. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, there's some confusion about how accurate this this story is in particular uh but again just he's he's the patron saint of actors and stenographers so can't argue with that uh (laughs) but what's less clear to me though is how he uh yeah became the patron saint of epilepsy that that okay that's i'm not as uh, sure how that happened uh but he also sort of is maybe uh shares duties with cyprian of antioch being the patron saint of stage magicians and illusionists or maybe just like any sort of performer i guess because yeah it threw in like okay. dancing as well uh but uh yeah and so yeah and so i'm i'm imagining too right um maybe maybe his play style is there there are these oh what are they called there's this kind of like genre of you know like fighting character i think they're called like trick characters where they basically okay. or or like mimics like they don't have their own move set they just copy everybody else's move set oh yeah 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 and so yeah that's what i'm th- so like he puts on uh, St. Francis of Assisi mask. And, and so he, he plays like that, or he puts on a St. George mask and like kind of, so, so that, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Um, Neat. All right. I like it. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then probably for his finisher, I'm imagining something like take a bow where he breaks the fourth wall, gives a little like wink, wink, nudge, nudge, yoke, yoke. Uh, and then, yeah, like curtains close on his competitor all sorts of like comic, like cartoony violence, like bop, wham, bam, like big dust cloud, curtains open again, and then his opponents just yeah in a, a bloody mess, like kind of kind of crumpled on the floor there. 
<laughs> right on. <laughs> yeah. Dig it. Yeah. So 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 yeah, I I don't know. <laughs> Immortal Combat! <laughs> or yeah, like it's a group of Gregorian chant monks. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which okay. Also, I uh, if if there was still any doubt, we're like we're like getting close to a hundred episodes of this. And if if there's still any doubt in our listeners' minds that I'm not a nerd, if somebody's still holding off, like whatever, Josh, you were, you know, you are also an athlete. You're doing this acting stuff, whatever. <laughs> uh, no, I unironically, I sincerely uh, listen to Gregorian chant CDs. <laughs> On my like Walkman, <laughs> or or I guess Discman. <laughs> so yeah, the year two thousand four, on a bus ride to yeah go play at a basketball game. Everybody else listening to rap. Everybody's listening to Eminem or whatever. And here's Josh listening to Gregorian. <laughs> I was a nerd. I was a nerd. Yeah, all right. and still am still am we are debating on like the 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 metaphorical fights of supposed holy peoples josh you're okay? true like, yeah true that's if that's not nerdy man i, I don't know what fuck it is. right yeah i wouldn't know either and i don't even know if i would want to know but um but uh well well i i do have a i have a i have a fresh guinness in my glass and I'm ready to see, yeah, the second half, second half of our, um, uh, see, like, and I almost, I, I keep wanting to say things like combatants or, com- or maybe competitors would be better, but, um, competitors. Yeah, yeah there we go. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So who, who do you have next on your list? Um, so next it's just a real short one. Everybody knows this guy, but I picked him for a very obvious reason. I'm going with St. Sebastian out of Italy. You know him, you love him. He was the martyred saint that refused to, you know, support the Roman pantheon and got tied to a tree and filled with arrows. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But lest you think that I'm, you know, shortchanging this dude because he is insane. This dude is loved once again by all, kind of following closely on the hails of St. George. If St. George is Ric Flair, then St. Sebastian is Hulk Hogan. Like, everybody Mm. loves this dude, including but not limited to soldiers, the plague-stricken, archers, disabled people, athletes, um, Sri Lanka, like the entire country of Sri Lanka, (laughs) the Archdiocese of Lipa, the Diocese of Tarlac, the Diocese of Bacolod, Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, um, the Philippines um brazil and peru and hungary and ecuador and rome and italy and everybody loves this dude that's so awesome yeah yeah saint Saint, Saint sebastian who you know really just taught us that if you don't agree with what somebody says to you you tell them to fuck off and hope they don't tie you to a tree and fill you with arrows but i picked him josh because i was thinking like hey man baraka is made of you know bone spears and sebastian is made of arrows so sebastian is just essentially baraka for mortal combat he can like fire the arrows out of his arms or he can like make the like shaft thing that like blinds you and stuns you or he can like pop them out and give you the chop chop arrow blades and 
yeah <laughs> there we go that's that's about it no that's also his finisher is he just you know fires all the arrows out of his body like a giant arrow explodey balloon yeah yeah no that's awesome yeah. <laughs> oh man if he was saint sebastian of um halicarnassus we could say that like his finishing move blots out the sun but he isn't so he can't. <laughs> yeah Where my classics Twitter at? Yeah, woo woo. <laughs> uh, so, so my my next one uh, is, I think he's also fairly well known, um, but also okay. maybe a bit of an underdog. No, no pun intended, or maybe pun intended. Okay. Uh, but this is Saint Christopher. Okay. Um, and. Uh, yeah, he we're not quite sure when he was born, but we think he he's supposed to have died sometime circa uh, 251. And uh, St. Christopher is the patron saint of uh, athletics, bachelors, okay. transportation, traveling, surfing. Awesome. Uh, storms, Brunswick, uh, St. Saint Christopher's Island, also known as St. Kitts. Uh, the Island Rab, uh, Vilnius, Havana, and strangely enough, again, epilepsy and uh, toothache, which interesting is very, okay. very interesting. But uh, so, yeah, St. Christopher, I I first kind of knew him or n- not. Well, didn't know him, but I knew of him. <laughs> yeah, whatever. St. Christopher and I go back. Um, but I, I God, Josh name dropping. Come right, on. Right, right. Um, but I first knew of him, learned of him again through the athletics realm. Cause I want to say there is like some sort of, um, uh, yeah, like, like not exactly like the, oh, what is it? Like the, the like brotherhood of like Christian athletes or something oh, like that. Oh yeah. Associ- association of Christian athletes. Or is, right? is, is that what it is? Yeah. And I think that they like do a big thing with St. Christopher. So I, again, I think like somebody, I was like, "Oh yeah, Josh, you're gonna join up with this." And I was like, "Nah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm good." And I knew that like Saint Christopher kind of threw that with athletics, um, but I also love this guy. So apparently, um, his given name was Reprobus, and uh, Mark, you'll appreciate this too. He was a Canaanite, meaning oh. like a giant. Um, yeah. supposedly five cubits or seven and a half feet, uh, 2.3 meters tall. And also just busted, just ugly. Okay. Um, okay. some accounts even go so far as to say like, no, this dude had a straight up dog's head. He, he had a dog head. He was like okay. giant man, but he had the head of a dog. Um, <laughs> or just super busted. And so uh, he was in the service of the king of Canaan. And one day, uh, Reprobus had the idea like, no, man, I got to find the greatest king there is and serve him. And you can probably see where this is going already. But so he's like, yeah, whatever. I'm a big, strong dude. I got to find somebody that's like deserving of my, yeah, like prowess. Mm -hmm. And so he... Quickly, very quickly left the service, the employ of the king of Canaan, w- w- like got in with like a band of robbers for a bit. Um, okay. Because he was like, oh, wait, like I heard or, or like when the king of Canaan 
would hear of the devil, he would make the sign of the cross. So this devil guy is like better. He's a he's a greater king than mine. So I got to go find him. I got to work for him with this like gang of marauders, bandits. They're like, oh, yeah, I'm the devil. <laughs> um, and so uh, Ripper Wrist joined up with them for a bit. But then this same uh, bandit apparently one day crossed uh, 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 came across across. It's hard to say that it was, it was like crossed across, came across across. <laughs> they were walking and saw a cross and flipped out. And so Reprobus is like, ah, maybe that's what it is. Uh, and so left the, the bandits, wasn't sure what to do. Uh, and then a hermit, like a traveling hermit came along, started telling about Jesus. And Reprobus was like, okay, cool. How do I like serve this guy? And the hermit says, well, uh, you can devote your life to prayer and you can, do, and you can take up fasting. You can stop eating. And Reprobus was like, no, nah, man, you kidding me? I'm a giant. I, I'm not going to do that. That's not my life, fam. <laughs> and so the hermit said, well, okay, instead of that, hey, look, here, here's this river that's very treacherous. And when people try to cross this river, uh, they they often drown because it's it's too deep. It's too swift moving. So so you could like serve, you could serve by like carrying people back and forth across this river. And so that's what he does. And okay. one day, Reprobus uh, has this little kid, like this little kid, come and be like, excuse me, mister, can you take me across the river? He's like, whatever, a little grunt. I'm seven and a half feet tall. I'm five cubits. Let's go. Let's go. I just went to the Arnold Classic. And so <laughs> big jack dude. So he picks up this kid and like each step uh, Reprobus is taking in the water, this kid seems to grow heavier and heavier. Like he's made out of lead. And like, this is the one and only time he's like, actually like, look, am I going to drown crossing this river? What's going on? But he, he, he perseveres. He continues, takes the little kid across, sets him down on the other bank. And the little kid says like, Hey, uh, you, Hey, I'm like Jesus. And you carried me across. You, you, you had me on your shoulders, not only like the weight of the entire world, but the person who made it. And then, poof, vanished. And so, hmm. Reprobus uh, changed his name now to Christopher, Christophoros, which means the carrier of Christ. Like, Christo, Christ, Phoros means like Pharaoh to carry. And so, yeah, that's where, that's where we get, or yeah, just like Lucifer is like the bringer of light or like the carrier of light. Hmm. Christopher, bearer of Christ. Um. And so, yeah, just this big busted dude put his life in service, which like, and for all the complaints that one might have about Catholicism, I do appreciate, and I think this is the thread with all, with a lot of these saints, like, you know, like you, you got to help people. You got to help people. You have to like do some yeah. acts. You got to do some service. And yeah. Be a, be a better person than what you are. Yeah. Be a better person. Help out people who are in trouble. Or, or who need help and like that. So, so I appreciate that. I do. I do appreciate that. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, uh, like so many others, uh, St. Christopher ran afoul of those Romans. Um, and I also love this too. Uh, apparently he came across, uh, the ire of, uh, uh, Emperor Decius. So, um, and this was like, look, Christopher, 
give up this Christianity stuff. Look at all of these prostitutes. Look at all of these harlots. Don't you want to have some of this instead of, uh, yeah, keeping your faith? And original Giga Chad that he was. <laughs> Christopher's like, no, get those, get those thoughts away. Be gone, thought. Um, and then got his head cut off. So <laughs> get thee behind me, thought. <laughs> yeah, right. And so yeah, uh, Saint Christopher, he's awesome. He is, yeah, like the working man's saint. Um, the the blue collar look uh i see a thing i pick it up i carry it across the river that's what i do <laughs> maybe ha- okay. maybe had a dog head um <laughs> but also just want to throw out and i'm this is on my list i haven't gotten to it just yet um but in previous episodes i uh named dropped this guy jonathan pajot who's an mm-hmm. orthodox christian kind of like uh artist and things like that he put out a graphic novel about St. Christopher uh, called oh, shit. called God's Dog. Uh, and it looks it looks legit. And I'm, eventually one of these days, I'll buy it. Like if I can pony up 20 bucks for Ocarina of Time 3D, I'll, I'll buy this graphic novel because it, it looks sweet. So Hell yeah. So right yeah. On. And uh, yeah, as you could imagine, St. Christopher, big, big bruiser, just uh super tall super buff um has yeah like super armor on all of his attacks and um yeah i think his finisher is he just picks you up and like throws you just for miles and miles he he gives you the uncle rico (laughs) uncle rico (laughs) pick you up and throw you over the mountains (laughs) no doubt in my mind (laughs) <laughs> not down my mind <laughs> oh shit <laughs> all right <laughs> damn it sorry, sorry. I, got the, I got the fucking giggles now <laughs> <laughs> oh man okay here we go <laughs> All right, professional. You're a fucking professional. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Josh. We need to we need to go back in time for my next one. Okay. Okay. This is years and years ago. I was still in college. Mm. Um, you were still in Alamosa, and we had a St. Patrick's Day party, but it was the day before St. Patrick's Day. <gasps> and your Mrs. Wizard, clever thing that she is, popped on her phone. And learned that it was another Saints Day on March the 16th. And I know you know who I'm talking about. You know him. You love him. He's my homie and yours. Uh, Saint Urhos. <laughs> this guy is so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so in a, in a, in a cavalcade of could be said to not be real in some cases, we have definite confirmation that St. Urhos is in fact fake. He was dreamed up because the Finnish decided that they needed their own parallel to uh, St. Patrick, who famously drove the snakes out of Ireland. Mm-hmm. So in 1956, some dude decided that a guy named St. Urhos, um, he drove frogs out of Finland by use of his powerful voice. But later on down the line, the tradition got changed to grasshoppers. 
And so number one, Josh, this guy is near and dear to me because, you know, we did in fact get wicked shit housed on St. Urho's Day. Yes, we did. We got And that was great. <laughs> that was but then also, listeners, you'll remember it's been about a year now since my descent into madness by way of those goddamn frogs. And if St. Urho's is kicking frogs out, you better believe he's my dark horse number one seat to win. <laughs> As a fighter, he's effectively Jigglypuff. He has a range of vocal-based attacks. He's got, like, the weird Sindel Sonic scream, but he's also got the Paralyzer. And his uh, finisher is he shouts, performing his greatest miracle of all, Heinsiraka, Heinsiraka, Memetalatan Heltin. I can't speak Finnish at all, but that translates to grasshoppers, grasshoppers, get thee to hell. And a giant hell mouth, you know, appears and a swarm of grasshoppers comes out and eats you. And then he throws your head up in the air and dragon shouts it apart because I'm going for Mortal Kombat violence here. (laughs) Saint Urho's, the coolest, greatest fake saint, my probably favorite saint of all the saints. I love him. Get the hell out, grasshoppers. Oh my God, that's awesome. That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I do, albeit vaguely, yes, remember that St. Urho's Day that we all celebrated. And uh, yeah, also drank a bunch of Guinness, probably had a bunch of corned beef. Um, I think this was before our corned beef days, but I definitely remember... Making the trip to the liquor store to get the stuff for grasshopper shots. Yes, we also did that. we found out about the grasshopper, grasshopper go to hell bit. We also absolutely did that. Well, And then uh, one of us or somebody had a bunch of cigars too. Because I also remember being out yeah. on the like little balcony of whose ever rental this was. And yeah, having yeah, some I think good... it was at my place. That one on Pike by the yeah, hospital. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yep. 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 That's right. So yeah, maybe that's maybe that's what we got to do. Uh, depending on recording schedule next year, we'll we'll do a Saint Urho's Day edition of two wizards, and we'll have grasshopper shots and smoke cigars and do something Finnish. So <laughs> do something Finnish. Yes. <laughs> well, it it's it's also kind of interesting, Mark, too, that you went to uh, and again maybe definitely kind of made up but you went to a more modern a more contemporary uh saint because that's also kind of next on my list um not not so recent as uh the 60s but um uh next i have uh saint marianne of molokai and uh she was born barbara kube in uh heppenheim uh, Grand Duchy of Hesse, so like yeah, essentially modern day Germany. Um, uh, in eighteen thirty eight, so she did not have to uh, deal with that that rat bastard Diocletian. This is this is well afterwards. Um, and she died August 9th, nineteen eighteen, at eighty years old, in uh, Kalaupapa, Hawaii. Oh, okay. And so, uh, yeah, her her patronage uh, includes uh, lepers, outcasts, uh, those with HIV uh, or AIDS, and Hawaii. And so, yeah, she was she was a woman uh, born in Germany, 
uh, emigrated to the United States, uh, first settled in New York, and then eventually made her way all the out, all, all the way out. She, she was called to Hawaii uh, by the superior general of the congregation because apparently uh, King uh, Kalakaua um, of Hawaii, he asked for help because they were having a severe leprosy problem on the islands. Mm-hmm. And so, and so, yeah, she went out there and she helped them. And, um, she, which, and I, I don't know, maybe I, I kind of preempted myself here. Cause this is when I was going to like, really kind of, really kind of get, yeah, get horned up, but it is, it's like the idea that like, no, you like help people, you find people who are suffering, you find people in need and you, yeah, just do what you can to help them. Um, and, and yeah, that, that is what she did. Um, she wasn't, she, uh, arrived in Hawaii, um, in uh, 1888, was there for, um, whether that be like another 30 years or so. Um, okay. And yeah, like, again, just just uh, started started a bunch of, um, uh, well, well not, not started, but like help ran a bunch of like care facilities for, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, people with leprosy. And uh, then... Uh, uh, yeah, died in 1918 um, due, to, due to natural causes. So she did not get leprosy herself. Um, but, uh, but but yeah, and so I, I I don't know. I I'm 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 just really moved, and I wanted to yeah find like a, a more kind of somewhat recent saint, and yeah, I just imagine that a lot of her moves are again probably like based in on or around uh hawaiian culture like maybe she comes in on a surfboard or uh <laughs> yeah gets a gets a, gets a couple like tiki tiki heads like drop down and some something like that <laughs> i don't know like it feels weird to like make that up about her because she was like again like a person as opposed to oh no this dude had a dog had a dog head <laughs> <laughs> this person actually we have definite evidence yeah, that there's, they actually existed yeah like yeah. like i'm looking at a photograph of her right now so. <laughs> it's weird I kind of feel weird about it also, I don't think she was as altruistic as you say. Oh no! You mean I get to go to unspoiled pre-colon? Well, I guess it's not pre-colonial, but unspoiled Hawaii in eighteen eighty-eight. Oh, yeah, poor true. Me, it's well, and I, I know this is like very, very much different. But um, yeah, in the in the Mormon kind of tradition, when you are called for service to do your missionary to 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 be a missionary and to do your mission work, like. You have no idea. You get a letter and whatever that letter says goes. And I'm 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 sure there's some uh maybe like scaffolding around this. Cause yeah, people and and this is in the Book of Mormon too, right? It's like, oh, I'm gonna go on a mission to this country. I'm going over here, I'm going overseas, I'm going to this. But yeah, if you're like, oh, I my mission calling is Wisconsin, <laughs> Detroit, well, yeah, De- Detroit, and I'm sure it's not as bad as that. But again, let's also not kid ourselves, right? Like if 
Like if your best friends from high school are going to South America and Asia and Europe and all this other stuff and you're still stateside, like, you know, that that sucks. You know, that sucks. And there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. There's nothing you can't like petition. You can't petition. So like, oh, no, wait, can I, you know, go go someplace that's doesn't have a border with my home state? <laughs> I know and I feel bad I feel bad for those for those young men that had it all built up and it's like oh great I'm going to Louisiana (laughs) I don't know but 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 yes and so so also to your point too like oh no I get to I have to go to this place where I eat fresh fruit and uh the sun shines all the time and I'm right there on the beach oh oh gosh ah well if I literally ate fruit that fell out of a tree in front of me, and I peeled it and ate it, and it was the greatest fucking tangerine I've ever had in my life. I know. Like, <laughs> it fell out of the tree in front of me. I was like, oh, hi there. Yeah. And Amanda's like, don't eat that. I was like, fuck those signs. They're signs, not cops. And I ate it. Yeah. And it was the best tangerine I've ever had. Like, you you have to. Like, yeah, like, if that happens, okay. Then that's... I ate a yellow bean and got super bad stomach cramps, but that's oh. different. It's fine. <laughs> right, yeah, that is different. But also, truly, right? Like, we're talking about these miraculous events or unexplained phenomenon if you're walking on like yeah like on a hawaiian island and a and yeah a fruit falls off of a tree in front of you of its own accord it's not like you're like yeah you're goddamn right you're eating that thing oh hell yeah i don't care what the signs say (laughs) i don't care that there was maybe poisonous shit if it was that poisonous they wouldn't let it grow in the park anyway because people are dumb by default hell yeah giddy up eat that eat that yellow weird bean and get stomach cramps but remember that you were there and ate it right my point is is i really miss hawaii josh (laughs) anyway so what's uh what's your girl's finish uh signature move there we got her like sweet ass entrance on a surfboard yeah so i think i think what she does maybe that's it maybe she just like strings up a hammock and uh just relaxes on the beach and yeah maybe like uh hands over to you uh drink in a pineapple and says like yeah let's just why are we fighting we're here in hawaii let's just so yeah she maybe she also has a has a friendship or a uh ohana ship or something <laughs> <laughs> or she gives you like the 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 mai tai and it's actually like just whoops all leprosy. <laughs> <laughs> Does a little wink and hula dances off, but yeah. if she hula dances, she's also clogging because she's German. Yeah, not clogging. Um, what's schopeturing? Yeah, yeah. Off into the distance because she's German. <laughs> Rocking a dirndl in a grass skirt. That's a fucking look right there. Mark, don't be giving me any ideas, man. My search history is questionable already. So, <laughs> I think I found my newest, my newest study. Yeah, man. here we go. <laughs> Honey, Germ-lion. we do, we do don't have any plans for Halloween yet, right? Okay, good. It's taken care of. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm coming to Columbus. We're going to dress up in dirndls and lays. It'll be great. <laughs> and no one will get it. Be like, oh, yeah, check out Two Wizards podcast. I'm like, what the fuck is that? You're in your 30s. Get off my front porch. You're scaring my kids. <laughs> yeah, we'll, like, hand out little pieces of paper with QR codes on them. 
and be like, yeah, you guys can come, come check out our stuff. <laughs> oh, oh bother. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. All right. So here we go. Rounding out. We're into our, we're into our final four, right? Uh, uh yeah. Or I, I have... guess top two. It's four between the two of us. Whatever. Yeah. 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 yeah Math yeah. is hard. PBRs are strong. I am not. <laughs> um. So with any good, like, you know, what do you call that? March Madness bracket. Um, you got to have that dude from like, where the hell did they come from? Like, yeah, sure. It's always what Duke and Gonzaga and yeah. uh, what Carolina's doing real well. They just beat out Duke, I want to say, right? Uh, they, Not Duke, but the other one. Yeah, the well, they had an upset over, um, was it Baylor? Is that who? No. Baylor. It was Baylor. I'm thinking of Baylor. It was Baylor. Okay. Yeah. But but, but yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so there was, are your yeah, like powerhouse. The cooler. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're you like got your powerhouse schools, right? But then every, but then every year, without fail, there's there's a there's a Cinderella, and wouldn't you know? Actually, it's funny. Again, Mark, we do we're we're doing this podcast thing. We have this weird way of like affecting the material world. Um, the Cinderella story of this tournament is a number fifteen seed, which is like way down there at the bottom. That school's name, Saint Peter's. Oh shit! There it is, man. There it is. Saint Peter, what, what's Saint Peter doing? Uh, th- well, they are so okay. So they're currently waiting on. They're going to play the winner of Texas and Purdue, which is probably going to be Purdue. But uh, let's okay. see. Well, and and I'm, I'm imagining Saint Peter is in like, yeah, like the like Peter and Paul. Um, you are the rock upon which I build my church. Kind of that. Yeah, that 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 Saint Peter. Yeah, right. Um, what's his? Does he have any kind of funny? Oh man, he has an entire separate page of his patronage. Okay. Uh, bakers, bridge builders, butchers, fishermen, harvesters, cord wainers, horologists, locksmiths, cobblers, net makers, shipwrights, and stationers. Jesus. All right. Cool. Which is like stationary. <laughs> If you're like more more nerds, more nerds, yeah. Josh is what you're telling me. If you can't find your post-it notes, call call on Saint Peter and he'll help you find it. Um, oh Saint Peter, my script just isn't perfect. Let me help you, my child. Add add more fish. <laughs> you guys need to have a fishing part two episode. <laughs> Done. <laughs> oh, okay, but sorry, I'm giving you the giggles again. Maybe you're fine. I don't know why I'm so giggly. That's if I'm ever deified. Saint of giggles up in here. Yeah, if I'm ever deified, I guess I'm going to patron saint of saint of giggles. But um, <laughs> but I think you were driving at like um, so. Yeah, so who are these unexpected, these out of nowheres, these Oh wait, like those those ones count. Who 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 are these yeah, sort of dark horses, these underdogs that you think might uh um yeah, make it make it make it deep into the bracket. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I've got I've got two and my first one um we're totally we're getting out of we're getting out of Catholicism a 1000%. Mm. 
we're waving goodbye. But you know what else is else is super Catholic, Josh? That's right, Mexico. And you know what was in Mexico before the fucking Catholics? That's right, the Aztecs. If I'm doing it right, and I think I am. Uh, yep. We're doing a dude named Opo Tichli. He is the uh, he is the Aztec god of um, fishermen. Okay. All right. I can dig it. I can dig it. Yeah. 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 Um. He's like essentially like the god of yeah fishermen and so forth, and he is credited with inventing both the net and the spear. And honestly, if we're doing fighting games here, this made me think of um the Roman uh, retriari gladiators, the oh, ones that had yeah. the trident staff and net. Mm-hmm. And so it's just some dude with like, you know, some bullshit weapon physics, but also because this is, you know, immortal combat, he's basically just the rip off of Aquaman from uh DC or from uh, injustice gods among us, mm, which is fine. Yeah. Cause that Aquaman was a badass Aquaman and this dude's a badass Aquaman. And he's coming for you with his net and his trident and, or his, his spear. And his finishing move is the Aquaman summoning ripoff. But instead he does like the summoning of all the weird blocky QB Aztec gods. So there's the blocky QB whale and the blocky QB angry squid. And yeah, whatever. They're coming out of the ground or they're coming out of the sea. He's messing you up. Opa Pochtli. I don't think I'm saying his name right. We need to do Aztec mythology. I know yeah, we we're not do. supposed to because we're white dudes, but dude, we ought to because, God, that shit is insane. Yeah. They have four different gods for fire. That shit's dope. Yeah, like, man. No, it's it's. I awesome. learned a lot today just messing around. You know, it's cool. R- right. Yeah, no, it. I I agree. Uh, that that could be and probably should be a, uh, yeah, a, a full-on episode because, yeah, they're just super cool. They're super, super cool stuff there. How about you, buddy? What, what what do you got for me in the Dark Horse category? So I I, I also have one that's a little, little kind of different. And I know, yeah, as much as I was like harping on Diocletian, whatever, I, I know this may also seem like a bit of a weird, <laughs> a weird direction to go then. Um, but it's not exactly the same as like canonization or martyrdom or things like that. But um, this idea of like a mortal ascending into it and i use this term um when we were talking about heracles about apotheosis like becoming mm-hmm. godlike or a god or something like that um you know who was all about that who's that the romans what yeah they you mean these people that killed so many of these dudes in the first place yeah and then like i was like oh wait here's now that we're doing this whole empire thing and like having this like holy person, uh, as soon as they they die, oop! Hey, we have a new god in our pantheon. <laughs> uh, and you know, I kind of went back and forth because again, there's 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 also so many of these. I kind of went back and forth. I could have done the whole Julius Caesar. I could have done the whole Augustus Caesar. But you know what? I, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna do something a little a little different here. Okay. I am going to nominate next uh uh Gaius uh Caesar Augustus Germanicus also or better known as Caligula. What? Oh shit, you talk about dark horse. You picked the darkest uh, horse. Yeah. Jesus. The darkest timeline horse, Josh. Wow. Right. And so yeah, so so uh Caligula uh yeah, sort of adopted relative of julius caesar uh yeah super kind of 
shall we say, pro- problematic figure in in the <laughs> Roman Empire. Um, yeah, uh, was be, be, became emperor at a at a very young age. Yeah, twenty twenty five. Inappropriately young to control an the, the the Roman Empire. Yes, yeah. So yeah, so yeah. He was he was born thirty first August, uh, the year twelve. Uh, uh, reigned, um, from thirty seven to forty one. <laughs> so did not make it very long. Uh, no. and. Yes, he. So this is the other thing that's like, of, of course, he had all these scandals. Um, he, he was uh, he was apparently, according to Seneca the Younger, uh, he was he was insane, self-absorbed, short-tempered, killed on a whim, indulged in too much spending and sex. Uh, he apparently went around cucking a bunch of people, killing for amusement. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> causing starvation, just, just, yeah, not, not a good guy. Maybe even some incest. Um, okay. So, yeah. Um, the the other sort of one that it's is kind of misquoted, and again, classics Twitter uh gets gets fired up about this. Um, people say that he allegedly made his horse a uh senator, mm-hmm. which isn't exactly correct um he wanted to make his horse uh, in in kittitus um a consul but actually ended up making his horse a priest instead oh good 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 even be- even fucking better even better and so yes um as you can imagine this guy was very yeah started rolling when he was 25 uh three and a half four years later was assassinated uh, and so, yeah, um, the, and like I mentioned too, like it, it was sort of a thing where it's like, oh, here's, you know, all these other people when they die, they take a place in the pantheon, all that. Um, and if this weren't enough, uh, Caligula said, uh, apparently, uh, when, when, when several client Kings came to Rome to pay their respects to him and argued about their nobility of descent. He allegedly cried out the Homeric line, let there be one Lord, one King. And uh, apparently he began referring to himself as a God when meeting with politicians. And he was referred to as Jupiter on occasion in public documents. Cause like, that's the thing. It's like, okay, sure. Like, yeah, we're, we're going to turn you into a God, but like after you die, you can't like deify yourself when you're still mm-hmm. alive. Um, and he wanted to be worshipped as uh, Neos Helios, the new sun. And so he also sort of did this weird sort of like sun thing. So, yeah, I think you, you said it best. Um, yeah, very ill-equipped to try to rule an empire by this age. Uh, and yeah, didn't last very long. And so, yeah, for, for rule set, um, the only thing that I think comes to mind and is appropriate is pretty much a clone of uh, uh, Voldo from uh, the uh... oh oh I just lost it Soul Calibur yes thank you from the Soul Calibur series this freaky oh, fuck. goofy yes, I love it uh, BDSM kind of guy who kind of gyrates around and 
Uh, yeah, so I I, th- I think that's his fighting style. And as far as a finisher, uh, as X-rated as you could imagine, whatever, yeah, that would be it. That would be his finisher. <laughs> would, Interesting. All right. <laughs> would would we get the NC-17 uh, rating? It's literally just the, like, sensor bar, and it just... <laughs> There's just like blurry animations yeah. behind the like the big black sensor bar, yeah, and yeah, like animal and, sounds, yeah, all and... manner of. I was gonna say all manner of animal <laughs> sounds and like chainsaws and drills and blenders and yeah. beer cans opening and yeah, yeah. So that is, uh, yeah, the darkest of dark horses, Caligula. <laughs> That's super fucking weird, dude. That is. Cause you, cause we, we, we made sure that our like list of like actual saints didn't cross over Uh-oh. with each other. Oh no. <laughs> but so Josh and I, so listeners, Josh and I had these like last, uh, these last two of ours each, uh, they were just going to be like weird outliers. And so you have Caligula, the horny Voldo demon, and I have the mad monk himself, Grigori, if he Rasputin <gasps> as my last one. <laughs> Let's go. You know him, you love him. The six foot four giant out of Russia. He's the patron saint of getting it in and rooking the richers. <laughs> he was a holy man who conned himself from the fucking swamps of Siberia all the way up to the final czar, Nicholas II. He got into the czar's ear, healed his hemophiliac son, more than likely fucked his hot-as-fuck wife, yep. and also nailed every woman from Siberia to St. Basil's Cathedral. God damn, Rasputin. They wrote a song about him. Rah, rah, Rasputin. Oh, man, that's insane that you picked horny dude and I picked horny guy. <laughs> so... <laughs> Oh, also, I wrote down, he took too many finishers to count. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just chair shot after chair shot after chair shot, and he kept getting up because he specked into that, you know, bullshit WWE, um, you know, get out of the pin thing. I forget what it's called. Oh, um, rope grab. Right. He just rope grabbed. That's all Rasputin did yeah. was grab the rope. He wasn't out. He was just grabbing that fucking rope. And I don't mean his colossal penis. <laughs> so his special powers are because Rasputin was said to have these weird eyes that could like hold you and mystify you. Mm. So he's got two eye beams, depending on how you input the controls. One of them freezes you. One of them burns you. He also has his wave of horny, hairy Russian women that just come and help you atone for all your sins that he summons out of the ground, like uh, Shang Tsung, the sorcerer from Mortal Kombat. And finally, he's got an alternate style, Josh. That's right, because you love him so much because he's the drunkest boy in all of Russia. He has the mad, drunken monk style of fighting. You get up enough, you know extra energy bonus you hit the you know down down left right up b a b a square Mm -hmm. and bam there it is mad drunk monk rasputin and finally his finisher and i'm gonna have to ask you for your russian the care crush what do you think care stands for and i'll give you a hint it's a dick joke josh uh ding 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 yeah is it is it is just like colossal uh yeah, it is. It's his penis. <laughs> Care is dick. I looked that up. I made a point. I spent minutes on Google Translate for this bit. <laughs> Doing it for you listeners, because I love you, but not as much as Rasputin could love you. Oh my god, that's that that that's a great man. Do I want to? Yeah, do I want to see Caligula and Rasputin just 
<laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh, that's so great. Oh, that's so great. <laughs> A dude who will get his own episode in due time. Yes. 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 All in all in due time. Uh well okay so my so my last one um yeah and and I wanted to like I wanted to challenge myself I wanted to like go I I wanted to find somebody that even I didn't know about that maybe the scouts again truly like the like like the underdog of an underdog everybody's sleeping on him nobody knows who he is or at least none of us would probably know who it is and so I went uh. Uh, to an Indian emperor of the Maurya dynasty, son of Bindusara, uh, Ashoka. Okay. And uh, Ashoka was born sometime around 304 BCE, not not the Diocletian 304, but 600 <laughs> years before that. The other 300, right? Yeah, on. the other 304 uh, died uh, 232 at the ripe old age of 70 or 71, uh, he was he he ruled the Mauryan Empire from uh, 268 to 232. And uh, in our Civ episode and listeners, uh, Chandragupta started the Mauryan Empire. So, oh, shit. Few, yeah. Uh, in fact, was Chand- Chandragupta's uh, grandson, looks like, third in line okay. after him. Right on. And yeah, as you can imagine, like so many of these others, just like countless badass stories of him, like fighting battles, wooing the ladies, ruling wisely and benevolently. Um, uh, and uh, I converted to Buddhism. So yeah, like the idea of like canonization or uh, sainthood or things like that. It doesn't doesn't quite work the same in yeah. uh, Buddhism, but. I found this and I thought it was super, super interesting. Um, he, uh, when he died, um, he apparently gave away all of his money, gave away all of his possessions. He wanted to help people out. Um, started even using like state funds to, yeah, like make these do these donations. Um, but when some of his ministers stepped in to stop him, he started. He, he turned to his personal wealth, uh, or tried to, but is also uh, stopped from doing that. On his deathbed, he apparently was holding half of a myrobalan fruit, which looks delicious. Okay, haven't tried one, but looks delicious. Still offered that as one final donation, um, and apparently says that uh, during his. Cremation legend says that his body burned for seven days and seven nights. Oh wow! Okay, which you know, from what I understand, cremation can take a while. But yeah, seven days and seven nights—that that's also pretty, pretty, pretty legit. As far as yeah, like play style, fighting style. Um, I I mean, anytime you can get a war elephant, um into a game <laughs> i don't care if it's overpowered i don't care if it breaks the game mechanics i, I want this dude on a war elephant and just and just rocking house <laughs> hell yeah dude <laughs> <laughs> so 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 yeah and and i was kind of thinking about that as, as well not only do we owe a future episode um to yeah like aztec 
Olmec, Toltec, Mesoamerican. Uh, I, oh man. Diving into, yeah, some like Indian stuff would be super, super cool too. And and Hell and yeah. as we're going along, we do listeners we 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 have a calendar and we kind of block out some some uh, uh topics so it's super easy for us to yeah kind of slot those in there and return to them at some point but <laughs> <laughs> well yeah dang mark i thought i mean this was a ton of fun i enjoyed this episode i always love learning and researching and reading yeah all these like wild stories of people who may or may yeah. not have well and this is the other thing too so like was there actually a St. Christopher who carried people across a river? Was there actually the, like, okay, Neil deGrasse Tyson coming along and like spoiling your movie. Yeah, whatever. But, but their stories, their stories are definitely real and people are inspired by these stories and they go on and do things and they think like, Hey, uh, if I'm at a point of hardship in my life, well, just look at this guy. He's uh, St. Peter's, the patron saint of stationery. I'm going to open up a, a paper, a paper, <laughs> a paper goods store. And if that motivates you, good on you. And so, yeah, I just, I just love learning and reading about these just, yeah, goofy, amazing, mysterious stories and people. Yeah, it's. It's been fun. I don't think that we were too mean or off color or non, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad that I had you here, my non-union Catholic to <laughs> kind of make sure I didn't skirt any lines too. But yeah, listeners, what do you think? Would you play a mortal combat? Who would you pick? Who would you add? Who did we oh, like yeah. definitely miss? Mm-hmm. Like you tell us, you let us know. And Josh, how can they do that? Uh, well, you can send an email to two wizards podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Two Wizards Pod C One. We're also on Instagram, uh, Two Wizards over there, uh, and I'm on Twitter at Plaid Barbarian. Mark is also on Twitter at Marky Stardust, and you can also find me at our sister podcast, The Dangle Podcast, where me and my good buddy Johnny we take two episodes of King of the Hill and talk about if we like them or and see if the show still holds up. And yeah, we're doing work over there. So come over there and check us out. Check it out. Um, you can, you can see, uh, good old Peggy Hill. She, she has a, she has a, uh, run in or two with some of the Catholics. And I, I, I think we, we did much better than Peggy Hill. Um, <laughs> those, and some of her, some of her encounters, but to find out more about that, you have to go check out Dingle podcast. Uh, and yes. yes, listeners, uh, thank you once more for, for joining us here. Uh, and I'm, I'm looking forward to, to meeting up with you one more time, every time. Uh, maybe Mark, I'm starting to feel this Guinness the same way that you kind of are too. <laughs> you just get a little weird. You do. It just, it, it just sneaks up. It just sneaks up on you, buddy. But, but, but at all rate, irrespective of whatever I'm drinking and however I'm feeling, I'm Josh, and I'm a wizard. And I'm Mark, and I'm a wizard. Thank you for listening. We love you all, everyone. Take care. Good night, guys. He rolled upon his back, and after that, I killed them all! Ah!